Let's talk some politics. Federal politics, actually, couldn't help but see all the stories about how the race seems to be heating up because Conservative leadership candidate Pierre Poilievre was winging his way through B.C. this week. And boy, all the talk is of the crowds that have been there to meet him. Our Vaughn Palmer with us, of course, from the Vancouver Sun to talk more about this. Hi, Vaughn. And good morning, Simi. I also didn't ever think I would see a federal Conservative leadership candidate agreeing with a federal NDP or a provincial NDP cabinet minister on the issue of housing. Yeah, they're both on the same issue. And, you know, I uh, I think Poiliev has really tapped into something here, uh, especially with younger voters. That, that ad that he's done, the online one, where he's standing in front of a, what, $4.8 million teardown special in Vancouver and saying, this is the kind of house that you know, younger Canadians and working class Canadians used to be able to afford. And even if they build six new units on this, they won't be able to afford any of them. I just, I think he's tapped into a complete lack of patience, frustration, anger, resentment, everything there. And that's what opposition politicians do. And he's pointing the finger in the same direction as David Eby. So he's saying, look to the gatekeepers, uh, look to local governments, um, dragging their feet on approving housing, uh, pandering to NIMBY forces, uh, people who, yeah, we want more housing, but we don't want it in our neighborhood. I think he's on to something there. Uh, Eby is trying to do the same thing. Some new Democrats want David Eby to hold back. Uh, Don't stir things up with local government. Don't make local government angry. But I think they're both uh, trying politically to surf the same wave. What's interesting about that is that David Eby doesn't need to worry about getting reelected yet on that particular issue, but now you're talking about somebody who is going to ask for people's votes on yeah. this issue. You're quite right, Simi. And look, I don't do federal politics on a regular basis. I'm an observer. But one of the things I'm observing this week is some of my federal colleagues who do federal politics all the time are all revising their opinion. Uh, the conventional wisdom at the beginning was uh, Poiliev could, oh yes, he could appeal to, you know, the populist right within the Conservative Party, but he couldn't win an election if he wins a Conservative leadership. I am seeing some people pulling back from that. Yeah. Now, one of the vices of political punditry in modern times has been declaring grandly, well, that can never happen. And then it does, right? You know, the Brits were never going to vote for Brexit. And then they did. Donald Trump couldn't win the American presidency. And then he did. And then he did. So I think it's, it's healthy to see it. I've, I've at times gone, gee, I wish I hadn't said that. So <laughs> I'm not blaming anybody. I'm saying that Poiliev is rewriting the political script in the country, and he's tapping into something. Yeah. And... You know, you don't have to go back very far to find Justin Trudeau doing this. In in the 2015 federal election, one of the reasons Trudeau won the majority was he stopped talking about the evils of deficits and balancing the budget. He abandoned that. He left that to the NDP leader, Tom Mulcair. And you go back to the to that election in 2015, some of the really interesting analysis was that the conservative vote didn't actually fall. Stephen Harper got roughly the same number of votes he'd gotten in the previous election. What happened was a whole bunch of people, particularly younger Canadians, 
turned out and voted for Trudeau because they were excited by his message. Now, whether they're still as excited remains to be seen, but I think Poiliev is trying to do the same thing. And I, as I said, I think if he wins the conservative leadership, as he appears to be poised to win, there I go saying what will happen when I don't know what will happen. <laughs> but if he wins it, I think we're going to look back at that ad in particular, not just at the crowds, but we're going to look back at that housing ad and say he tapped into something yeah. there. Now, I hear you on your news, Timmy, talking about interest rates, and uh, they're going to go up, and maybe they'll drive housing prices down. We'll see whether they push them down far enough to defuse this issue. I think it's going to take a while, and I think this is going to remain a big political issue for Canadians. Now, I'm with you when it comes to I no longer predict anything, but for me, that bellwether was the 20, the provincial election. Yes. the 2013 provincial election. After that, I said, I don't know anything. I'm never going to predict yeah. ever oh, again. Oh, that's true. That's true. But I mean, you know, <laughs> my my predecessor in this job, the legendary Marjorie Nichols, only gave me a couple of pieces of advice when I moved into her office almost 40 years ago. And one of them was, my advice in your in our business is to predict early and predict often, right? <laughs> she always said she figured if, if she could hit a... Uh, I had to get someone to explain this anecdote to me or this reference, sports reference to me, but she said, if you could hit a 400 batting average, you were doing pretty good. That would put you at the top of the major league. So you didn't even have to be right half the time, right? <laughs> you just needed to hit 400. So uh, Marjorie was quite a character, a legend. Uh, and uh, so maybe the maybe I have to climb out on a limb because that's my job, even at the enormous risk of being wrong all the time. <laughs> but the thing is, what you've identified here is so important, is that sometimes in these campaigns, political campaigns, there is a moment. Yeah, And sometimes we're watching that moment happen and we realize that could change things, as in this housing video. I mean, we saw that in the provincial election in 2017 with the poor yep. man tolling, right? There Absolutely. was a moment. Yes, and the other issue that worked really well for John Horgan and the New Democrats was affordability. They started, they really pushed that issue. Housing affordability was one of the big things they pushed. And it's one of the reasons that you know, they're struggling now with their own supporters is, well, wait a minute, you were the affordability government. So what are you going to do about it? Right. And I mean, they, they don't, uh, it's not that they haven't done anything, but it's just that the problem is so big, um, that it resists easy one-stop solutions. EB has tapped into something, in my view, by saying we can't let local governments off the hook anymore. And we can't just count on working with them. I mean, he's trying to work with them. But he's also saying that the province, his ministry, is going to draft legislation, which they may or may not bring in after the civic election, which will allow the provincial government to overrule local governments on housing to some degree. That has stirred up a lot of controversy at the municipal level, and it's unfair to some municipal governments that are approving housing. But I think he's on to something there, and I think Poiliev is the same. They're saying that the that local government... Its interest ultimately is in the people that already live there. And they don't want a whole bunch of high-rises going up in their neighborhood, and they don't want a whole lot of density. But 
both Eby and Poiliev are speaking to the people who would move there if somebody would only build some affordable housing for right. them. Right, but you wonder who's going to yeah. turn out to vote. Is it the people yeah. who already own the home, or is it the people who want to move into the neighborhood? Well, there's the new slogan for our era, and I see Poiliev is using it, and it's Yimby, yes in my backyard. Not no in my backyard, but yes in my backyard. I think there's some momentum behind that idea. I think that is creating a turn-the-page moment in Canadian politics. We're mistaken about Poiliev's appeal if we just think a truck convoy and some of the traditional right-wing positions. I think we're seeing somebody who's stepping ahead of that and saying, no, no, there's some new issues out there that are going to win us voters. And I Mm -hmm. think for that reason, people are saying, don't write this guy off. I think you're exactly right on that. It's going to be so interesting. Vaughn, thank you. Bye-bye, Simi. It's our Vaughn Palmer there from the Vancouver Sun, and he raises an excellent point, I think. Are you somebody who, you would you vote for someone who said yes in my backyard? Somebody who said, as Pierre Poiliev is saying, as David Eby has said, that it is time for us to force municipalities to build more housing supply. Is that somebody that you would vote for?